0: Welcome to Sealing God's People with your host, Dennis Beard. Talking about the preceding Word of God, the preceding Word of God is by whichever man lives thereby. But it's not the cares of this world and the of riches. If you're getting a new job or buying a new house, and of course we should pray for these things and uh, the leading of the Holy Ghost. But that's not the preceding Word. The preceding Word of God is a present truth of the Word of God as Jesus is in the light. There's seasons of God. And the seasons of God are revealed to us on our daily bread. Our daily bread is line upon line, line upon line, precept upon precept. Here a little, there a little. It's not one time and I'm saved, sanctified, and that's in on my way to heaven. It's proceeding, progressive. It's faith to faith. From glory to glory, and those that know that are the wise. There, Paul said, he speaks to those that have wisdom. He spoke that to the church at Corinth about the glory that is to be revealed in the saints in a progressive glory. And that is the wisdom knowing that we're pressing toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus that we haven't already attained yet, neither already already perfected. Yes, as Paul stated to the church at Philippi. He said, I'm not already perfect, neither have I already attained, and wrote 14 books of the New Testament. And he's trying to reach that and apprehend that of which is apprehended of Christ Jesus. That is that spirit and progressive truth forgetting those things which are behind and then reaching forth to those things which are before. That's now faith, not yesterday's faith and not tomorrow's faith. It's a daily bread and man lives by that daily bread and the proceeding word of God by which every man lives thereby. So it is progressive and the wisdom know that when we find there in Deuteronomy 8, Moses talking. And he uh, tells the people, all the commandments which I commanded thee this day shall you observe to do. So obedience is required, even as servants under righteousness. When we were servants under sin, now we're servants under righteousness, under the Lord Jesus Christ. We can't do our own will. We have to do the will of God. His purpose, his will. And the only way to do that is crucifying the flesh with the affections and the lusts. Mortifying the deeds of the flesh in order to please God. That why? That we observe to do that we may live. Uh, Moses talking now to the people there of God in Israel and says, And multiply and go and possess the land which the Lord has swore to your fathers. And he says, And thou shalt remember all the way which the Lord thy God led thee these 40 years in the wilderness to humble you. To prove thee to know what was in thine heart, whether thou wouldest keep his commandments or not. Well, we are pilgrims and strangers in this world, and when we come into salvation, born of the water and the spirit, not just repenting, but we got repentance and being born again. That is uh, there according to John there, the third chapter to Nicodemus that Jesus stated, you must be born again. You must be born of the water and the spirit. Nicodemus said, how is a man that is old then the second time into his mother's womb? Jesus said, that which is flesh is flesh, that which is spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said to you, you must be born again. You must be born of the water and the spirit. That's not just repentance. And that is an era that has been uh, promulgated and proclaimed throughout the church world in this uh, prosperity message that you just simply ask Jesus to come in your heart and you're saved. Or say the sinner's prayer and you're saved. Just repentance. Which is a lie. Well, golly, so I work the repentance unto salvation. True. But that just uh, there in repentance is a first step, but you're not born again. You're not born again until you're born of the water and the, the Spirit. And that was given to Peter there who had the keys of the kingdom in Matthew 16 and he was the preacher along with the other 11 the other 11 standing up with him on the day of Pentecost and when they were pricked in their hearts and they said men and brethren what must we do Peter replied who had the keys to the kingdom the kingdom of heaven saying repent don't stop there you're not born born again yet repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins. That's the only way to have your sins remitted with the body, the sins of the flesh cut off by baptism, water baptism in the name of Jesus Christ. That's a spiritual circumcision of the heart. According to acts two, 28 and 29. Uh, I'm sorry. That's Romans two, 28, and 29. That's acts two, 38, four, 12, acts eight, 16, Acts 10, Acts 19, Acts 22, no one ever was baptized by the Son Holy Ghost. They were always baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. With that said, uh, baptism is born of the water for the remission of your sins. We see that in Colossians 2, 10 through 12. You're complete in him, have have needed nothing. Yes, in whom you're circumcised with a circumcision made without hands and putting off the body of the sins of the flesh. How? By baptism, Colossians 2.12. Through faith in the operation of God, who raised him from the dead. That is, that operation of God when he takes the spiritual scaffold in calling on the name of Jesus Christ. And when it does, the individual believer does, the spiritual scaffold of the Lord cuts the body of the sins of the flesh in the heart and the spirit of and he's a new creature then he's a candidate for the holy ghost he's born of the water and he shall receive the gift of the holy ghost 2 38 and everyone in the word of god from the, the death bro and resurrection of jesus and the day of pentecost fully come have been in that present truth now before the death burial, and resurrection of jesus then John the Baptist did baptize with water unto repentance. True. That was a present truth at that time. Jesus hadn't died yet and been buried and rose again. The price hadn't been paid in the ordinances ordinances of the law, nailed to his cross, and that middle wall of petition broken down, making one new man and making peace with God. But then that was given the keys to Peter just as jesus stated in john 16:17, i have many things to say unto you the disciples but you're not able to bear them now but when he the holy ghost the spirit of truth is come he will lead you and guide you into all truth not partial truth all truth well and show you things show you things to come those are things of faith progressive it's a progressive truth of the word of god and man shall live by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. So that's that 1 John and 1, verse 7. If we walk in the light as he is in the light, then we have fellowship one with another. That's the blood flow in the body of Christ. And the blood of Jesus then cleanses us from all sin. Well, that's progressive. So if we do not walk in the light as he's in the light, in present truth, in the daily bread, then we have made a prophet of the grove. It's where Jesus used to move, but we're not in the present truth. Therefore, the blood flow stops. We don't have that progressive truth then. And the blood of Jesus there is a day-by-day cleansing, second-by-second, minute-by-minute, day-by-day, week-by-week, etc., and that's through obedience unto righteousness, unto holiness, without which no man shall see the Lord. It's a progressive truth in the word of God. Now, Moses goes on and tells them their wilderness experience was to see if they loved the Lord thy God with all their heart, soul, and might. The same way with we, as pilgrims and strangers in this world, going through our wilderness journey here in this world. We come out of the world, but then we go through Testings and trials. That tribulation worketh with patience. Patience works experience. And experience worketh with hope. Hope makes not ashamed because the love of God is shed abroad in the heart by the Holy Ghost. Well, we're not only called to believe on Jesus, but also to suffer. Suffer with him. And uh, if we suffer with him, we'll reign with him. Therefore, Jesus, our captain of our salvation, learned obedience through the things which he suffered. The captain of our salvation, Jesus Christ, was made perfect through sufferings. And somebody said, well, that has nothing to do with us. Oh, yes, it does. He's the way, the truth, and life showing us what we must do in the body of Christ to walk as he walked. That's stated many times, but explicitly in 1 Peter 4, verse 1. For as much then Christ has suffered for us in the flesh, arm yourselves therefore with the same mind, be ye therefore likewise minded. He that has suffered from the flesh has ceased from sin. And there's only one way. So the wilderness then in the Old Testament through the wilderness journey was to humble them to see if they would live for the Lord God Almighty and obey his commandments. Those that love God will obey and keep his commandments. We see that in Revelation 12. The one that remnant of her seed, the church, Got up to God of the to the throne of God, the throne room revelation, and that golden oil, not just a half egg of beaten olive oil, but the golden oil from the throne room revelation. There, keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus. That's the faith of Jesus Christ that's given to each and every member of the body of Christ according to the measure of faith for the calling or purpose of God in each individual's life, so it is imperative that we obey the calling of God, working out our own salvation with fear and trembling, for it's God that worketh in us both the will and the do of His good pleasure, doing the will of God. If we do not do the will of God, there's no entrance to the kingdom of heaven. Even though we've been born again, we must follow on to know the Lord Jesus Christ and doing His will. Jesus states that in the Constitution of the kingdom of heaven in Matthew 5, 6, and 7. In Matthew 5, he says, Be you therefore perfect, even as your Father in heaven is perfect. Well, Moses talked to the children of Israel and telling them that he humbled you in that wilderness, suffered you to hunger, and fed you with manna, that bread that came down from heaven. Not as your fathers did eat. And are dead, but Jesus is that living bread that came down from heaven, which is our daily bread that must be eaten and obeyed in present truth in the preceding word of God, which Moses goes on and says, which thou knewest not, neither did thy fathers know, that he might make you know that man does not live by bread only, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of the Lord, doth man live. Well, somebody said, that's Old Testament. Well, Matthew 4, verse 4, Jesus tempted there in the wilderness and quoted the exact same thing in Deuteronomy 8, 4. And he stated there, telling that Jesus, oh, make these stones turn into bread. And Jesus quoted Deuteronomy Eight, three, and four, just as Moses had stated in the law. But now he's taken that natural law to the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus, fulfilling the law, and taking it much higher. And Jesus stated, told Satan, Thou shalt not live by bread alone. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. And uh, we find that that is a progressive revelation, progressive truth. And everything that uh, we find, Paul saying the same thing, that he has not been perfected yet, neither has he already attained. Well, my Lord, Paul wrote 14 books of the New Testament, praise the Lord Jesus, and he says he's not perfect yet. That lets us know that there is more revelation that we must attain to, to be perfected to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Jesus Christ and having entrance into the kingdom of heaven. Jesus stated that in Matthew seven, not all that say to me, Lord, Lord, will be able to enter in. Only those that do the will of God. They're born again. They call him Lord, Lord. They're not little children. I mean, born little babies. They're little children. They know that he's the Lord Jehovah God Almighty. That's the reason Jesus stated, not all that say unto me, Lord, Lord, will be able to enter the kingdom of heaven only those that do the will of God. And they begin to profess unto Jesus, Lord, we've done many wonderful works in your name. In your name, we've cast out devils. And in thy name, we have prophesied. Jesus said, I never knew you. Depart from me, you that work iniquity lawlessness, not being led of the Spirit of God and all truth, and to perfection, and to the measure of the statue of Jesus Christ. Paul stated the same thing in the, to the church at Corinth that he did in Philippi. He goes on and says, uh, pressing toward the mark for the prize, that he's trying to apprehend that of which he's apprehended of Christ, that's progressive forgetting those things which are behind, reaching forth to those things which are before. That's progressive. Progressive truth. in the revealing of the Holy Ghost in all truth. And that is faith to faith from glory to glory. And he said, we're always pressing toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. That's kings and priests of the Lord our God will reign and rule with Christ a thousand years during the millennium. As many as be perfect, be thus minded. That's the mind of Christ. And if you be any otherwise minded, God will reveal this even unto you. Paul stated the church at Philippi. Notice what he says, the church at Corinth. And 1 Corinthians, the second chapter, and verse 6. And he states, how be it, we speak wisdom among them that are perfect. Well, who are those? And whence came they that are perfect? We speak wisdom to them that are perfect. Well, who's perfect? Well, the ones that are pressing toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus, reaching forth unto obedience, unto righteousness, unto holiness, and to the measure of the statue of Jesus Christ. He stated that, pressing toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus to the church of Philippi, as many as be perfect, be thus minded. That's the mind of Christ. And wisdom is only spoke to those spoken to those that are perfect, that have that pressing toward the mark. Well, what happens to the others? The god of this world's blinded their eyes, and they're content and at ease in Zion. They're happy with what they've got. They're content with what they have, and not in the, uh, the worldly things which was, we're supposed to be content with those. But never content with the proceeding word of God, and that's where we miss it. We we'll be content with such things as you have, because God has said, "I'll never leave you nor forsake you." That's the worldly possessions. We're not trying and striving to be rich, and those that will be rich fall into many hurtful lusts and divers temptations. Many of err thinking that gain is godliness, but the proceeding word of God is another thing setting our affections on the things above, not on the things beneath, and that is now faith, which is the substance of things, so far the evidence of things not seen. And Jesus stated, I have many things to say to you disciples that had walked with him three and a half years, but you're not able to bear them now. Howbeit when the spirit of truth has come, he'll lead you and guide you into all truth and show you things to come. That's faith, which is the substance of things that things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. That's a preceding word of God. Well, what is this? He said, I speak wisdom to those that are perfect. That's 1 Corinthians 2, verse 6 on. And he says, yet not the wisdom of this world. He's not talking about the wisdom of the world. Those things that are highly uh, praised among men is an abomination to God. A man's life does not consist of the things which he possesses. Then he goes on and said, "Not of the princes, uh, nor the princes of this world that come to naught. That's what the world's after. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, even the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the world unto what? Unto our glory, to many bring many sons. Under glory. And that whom he did foreknow, them he did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his Son. Why? That he would bring many sons, uh, bring many sons unto glory. And those that he predestinated, them he called. Them that he called it justified. And them that he justified, them he also glorified. There's that glory. That we would obtain that glory of the Lord Jesus Christ that Jesus prayed in John 17 Father make them perfect in one even as we are one and that where I am they may there they may be also and see my glory that's progressive now God has shown forth his glory in the face of Jesus Christ but we have this treasure in earth and vessels that's the excellency of the power that might be gotten out of ourselves it's not, well, I got born again, and that's it, I'm saved. No. <clears throat> that is a gross error. We have this treasure in earth and vessels that the excellency of the power might be of God not of ourselves. The Lord is that spirit. Well, that's a revelation that Jesus is the Father of glory. He is Christ. He is every office of the Spirit of God. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. That's the law of the liberty of life in Christ Jesus. If we walk in that light as Jesus is in the light, then we have fellowship one with another. We have that blood flow. Light. A living light in the body of Christ called the God life. Godliness. That God life is what we have to add to our faith virtue. Virtue knowledge. Knowledge, temperance, temperance, patience, patience. Godliness. That's the God life. It's progressive. And we don't stop at the God life. Godliness. And that is, we add to that Godliness brotherly kindness and brotherly kindness charity charity will cover a multitude of sins that's obedience under righteousness under holiness if these things prevail in you there's no chance of falling that's the grace of the lord jesus christ that leads us on into perfection the effects of working the holy ghost upon our heart it's that reflection life through obedience under righteousness under holiness romans 6 whosoever you yield your members as servants to obey him, or the servants to whom you obey, whether of sin and death, or of obedience unto righteousness, unto holiness. That requires a daily obedience unto the leading of the Holy Ghost in our daily bread, eating the flesh of Jesus and drinking his blood. And if we don't do that, we do not have life. So there are little children. They've grown from newborn babies in Matthew 7, in the Constitution of the Kingdom of Heaven. And Jesus states, not all that say to me, Lord, Lord, will be able to enter in. No man can call Jesus Lord except by the Holy Ghost. And they are the ones that know that Jesus is the Father. They are little children that we see in 1 John 2, 12 through 14. I'll write you little children because you've known the Father. He is the Lord. And the Lord is Jesus Christ. And they have grown from uh, little newborn babes to little children because they have the revelation that Jesus is the Father now. He is the Lord, the Lord of glory. But they must do the will of God. And that requires us uh, to work out our own salvation with fear and trembling. For it's God that worketh in us, both the will and the do of his good pleasure. So now we have to hear the voice of God and obey it, into each individual purpose or individual will of God that he has for each of us in the body of Christ. And that requires us to go to the next step of young men. How are you, young men? Because the word of God is strong in you, and you have overcome the wicked one. How did you do it? Well, through the word of God. And that progressive revelation of the word of God that after you have received the word of God, drawing up into each and every measure of the statue of Jesus, and through a perfect man, then he says to that, that measure of every part, that is then fitly framed together and compacted together, according to the measure of each part, each part, each member in particular doing the will of God. Then each joint, bone to bone, the body of Christ coming together, which each, each joint supplies to the edifying of its seven love. The edify kind, edifying or edification of building up ourselves in the Lord Jesus Christ and the body of Christ. And that each one literally predestined to be the, the image of Jesus Christ, the full image a full glory of Jesus. And that's what he states in 2 Corinthians 3. He said that that God has shown forth His glory in the face of Jesus Christ, but He is our example. He's the way, truth, and life. Then he says, I've given this to you. That same glory that that was given to Jesus in the days of His flesh, he said, that same glory i give given to them. But not just one person, the entire body of Christ, the corporate body of Christ, Therefore, the body of Christ must come together. Not praying to pray for every ravenous beast on every high hill, scattered, but coming together into one. And when we do that, then it's edification. It's the unity of the faith to the knowledge of the Son of God. There is, then, we become living epistles. A royal priesthood, a chosen generation, showing forth the praises of God seeing our good works and glorifying our Lord Jesus Christ, our Father in heaven. Well, but Paul stated that. We must go on to the measure of the statue of Jesus Christ, Ephesians 4.1, for the work of the ministry. That's what he's called us for. But we're not there yet. The work of the ministry is the final gospel of the kingdom being preached into all all the world for a witness unto all nations. We haven't done that yet. When this full revelation of Jesus and all his, not only his person, but the works, these works that I do, Jesus said, shall you do also and greater works than these shall you do. And when that's manifest in the earth and all power given to his two witnesses, then and only then will the Lord come. And it's after all truth is given and all things are restored. We see that in Acts three twenty and 21. For the heavens must receive Jesus until the times of the restitution or restoration of all things. That's all things of faith. Jesus stated that. The spirit of truth will lead you and guide you into all truth and show you things that will come. And it's Revelation 1, verse 1. The revelation of Jesus Christ that God gave it to him to show unto his servants things. Things of faith. Which much shortly come to pass he sent and signified by his angel unto John. What is that faith of Jesus? That's the testimony of Jesus. Those are the things growing up to the measure of the statue of Jesus Christ and all truth. Each individual member in the body of Christ doing the will of God for their purpose and the will of God manifest in their life, which will manifest the fullness of Jesus in this world as a witness in all nations, and then the end will come. That's where we're at. There, God is doing a new thing and sealing his people now. Yes, God is sealing his people through his word. There's no other way to be sealed. That after you've received the word of God, you're sealed. Not just one part of it, not just a Sabbath, not just uh, a uh, repentance or uh, baptism only, but going on to the measure of the statue of Jesus Christ unto a perfect man to that measure, Of the fullness of christ that's what we're called for and the ones that do not do the will of god at that time when he comes they said will not have entrance into the kingdom of heaven now that is a profound statement it's critical that we do the will of god to do the will of god paul states i beseech you brethren, by the mercies of god you present your bodies a living sacrifice holy and acceptable unto god which is a reasonable service that is required in obedience unto righteousness. Be not conformed to this world. Don't go after the worldly thing. But be you transformed by the renewing of your mind. Have the mind of Christ. Why? That you may prove what is that good and acceptable perfect will of God for you is. Romans 12:1. Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling, for it's God that worketh in you, both the will and to do of his good pleasure. Not your will, but his will. God's doing it now. Again, on the 19th of January, 2019, I received a visitation for the Lord Jesus Christ, been in the ministry some 47, going uh, 48 years in this gospel of Jesus Christ, and only had four visitations in that entire time. And one there happened on the 19th of January, 2019, over three years ago. Saying, Seal my people by my word. Even as I send by angel ascending from the east, having the seal of the living God, so send I you. Now you can believe a preceding word of God is should you buy a house or not, or buy a car or not. That's the earthly things. That's affections on the things beneath. But the preceding word of God is on things above. It is the present truth of the word of God, which is the revelation of Jesus Christ in his sealing in Revelation 7, only through the work of the ministry, that's what God's calling us for now, and the living creatures of the Zoe in Revelation 4 and 5, there through the testimony of Jesus, the spirit of prophecy, which is the faith of Jesus that has been delivered to the saints, is where we are now, and we must be overcomers. In this present truth revealed to the world, the body of Christ has to come together. If the Holy Ghost has bore witness with your spirit, there's much more. Tune in to our Sealing God's People podcast and hear this proceeding word of God. God deals with you, and you have that mind of Christ because of the progressive glory to the measure of the statue of Jesus Christ, <clears throat> even as stated by Paul to the church in Corinth, 2 Corinthians 3, that we all with open face. Now, right now, not beholding is in a glass darkly as it was in Pentecost, but beholding is in a glass now the glory of the Lord, full glory of Jesus, are changed into the very same image. From glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. That's the fullness of the measure of the statue of Jesus Christ unto perfection, full maturity. Weaned from the milk of full age, having our senses exercised, thereby discern both good from evil and skillful in the word of that word of righteousness. Grace reigns through righteousness. And that's where God is doing it now. Those of you that have this wisdom, those of you that have that mind of perfection, being perfect, striving for that measure, the stature of the fullness of Christ, please contact me. We need to meet each other, and the bone needs to come to bone and make a joint for the edification of the body of Christ to take the world for Jesus. Somebody said that's awful big words, and yes, not us, but through the Lord Jesus Christ in His uh, and His standing in the power and the might of His strength, not ours. That's the faith that was once delivered to the saints. That's what we're contending for in the measure of the Statue of the Fullness of Christ. Write to me, then in Spirit, Post Office Box 2906, Longview, Texas. Zip code 75606. Better than that, give me a call. Leave a message. I'll get right back to you. We're hearing from all ministers, so many ministers in Africa, India, Pakistan. We hear you. But we need to hear from there's of you, others of you in Germany, France, in Europe. They're in America. You two-thirds of the downloads of this podcast are in America. We need to hear from you, especially the believers that are in this present truth we need to come together. There my country code is plus one, area code 903-746-4885. Please call, leave a message, and I will immediately get back to you. And uh, there we can work together in the ministry and the work of the ministry for the Lord Jesus Christ in this last day, proclamation of the gospel to all the world. Not a Trinity gospel the true doctrine of Christ that is now being revealed all over the world and ministers are coming out into this truth by the droves. It's amazing the work that God is doing for those that have an ear to hear what the Spirit is saying to the churches. Again, call me. Leave a message. I'll get right back to you. I look forward to meeting you. That is country code plus one. Area code 903-746-4885. And now praise. God, perfect that which is lacking in each one of us, that we all may be presented blameless at the coming of the Lord, both spirit, soul, and body. Until the next time, this is Brother Dennis Spirit saying, Behold the real Jesus.